Nice. I think all the brightly colored comic Dude. covers distracted me. There's a lot of comic books in there. there yeah. Inside wonder, the thing, there's a lot of comic books. There should be. It's yeah. a comic book Inside show. the convention. Right. Yeah. The comic book convention. I thought all this right. was the home show. Home show, the home show, the big... Se- no. <laughs> That's the boat show. The boat show, the boat show. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And there's no Derek, or is there? There might be, because this is a podcast which we have pre-recorded. Ooh, you know why? Because it was at the Grit City Comic Show. Fucking stoked about this one. We got to do some amazing things. And if you missed the Grit City Comic Show, well, then you just, frankly, you missed out. You did miss out. It was it was a great time, man. Yeah, and great I mean, time. we have so much to get to. We got so much podcasting. We got so much podcasting. Is that the correct English? My brain is <laughs> my brain is still mush from the uh, the uh, events. Not only the 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 convention, the comic show itself, but also the after party. Oh my goodness! Really? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. It, it was. Th- it was the Gritty Ditty City podcast <laughs> after the, party. The Grit dude, Titty, yeah. the Grit Titty podcast. Uh, dude, that, there was three T's on that one placeholder, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. I, yep. And I knew there was because I took a picture and I double checked. Yep. <laughs> but I, I, I probably stared at it for a good, uh, I don't know, five minutes before I went. <laughs> like, this, can someone else tell me is there really three T's in this? Uh, yeah, it was such a good time, man. I had such a blast. Everybody was super cool. Yep. Um, we'll give some shout outs in a little bit, but the gist of this episode is to get to what we did at the comic show. We're going to give, uh, we're going to kind of do a full recap when Derek is, uh, available as well. And we have a full crew to really kind of talk about our own experiences there, but this is the chance for you to listen to what we did while we were there and maybe find some new, uh, artists, writers, uh, maybe some new comic books, maybe some other things that uh, we have, we talked to, maybe some people you may know, maybe some people you don't know. We've got it all chock full on this episode. Uh, Can but- we talk real quick just yeah. about how um, how cool the comic show was this year? Like, just, oh, just yeah. real quick about, um, like, they doubled in size easily. Yes, that was so and- cool. Yes, and and then the way they had it set up, where you where you came in and and you kind of walked through the lobby and then went in the vendors area or the, um, I guess vendors area. I don't know, but it was so neat, man. I really I really dug it. I hope they 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 grow again. 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it bigger. Like last last year was an interesting year, I think. Well, definitely for me. But I mean, just seeing what they did with it, where it was half of the convention space that they have up on the fifth floor. And I've been there multiple times because the Greater Tacoma Convention Center is a great place where I've played magic. I've gone to the Northwest Pinball uh, show. Uh, I've seen, I've done a bunch of other things there. And so it's a great space. But sometimes you only use one half of it, which is, like you said, Grid City Comic Show did that last year. And this year, all the way, completely full, completely just filled up. I was able to buy some comic books, which is, I mean, kind of the point of a comic show. And yeah, and then see a lot of people I don't see all the time. Some of them are on uh, uh, the next couple of episodes because we got so much content that we will be having the next two episodes just do be just being these interviews. And then also after that, we'll, we'll go with uh, a little bit of a recap uh, in addition to all of our other shenanigans. But like, seriously, like you're absolutely right, Scott, like Grit City Comic Show is getting bigger. It's getting better. And it's still it's a great day. It's inexpensive. You can go. You can find a lot of fun stuff for uh, fairly, fairly good prices. And uh, it's worth it. I really think it's worth it. Oh, and new things, too, man, like the candy. Oh, oh dude. Yeah, we're going to get this guy on in the future. We have to because he's a machine. That You guys, like, met him before I even got to the convention. But this guy is his company is Galactic Druid Treats. And he does freeze-dried candy. And I don't even know how he came up to you guys. Uh, uh, we, we got him in the elevator. Yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just got him in the elevator. And uh, we're going up, and he's going, uh, I think Scott asked him, because he was kind of confused to where he was going. Fair. And in the late lady said, yeah, go up to the fifth floor. And he, he's going, okay. And then uh, Scott asked him, you know, are you going to the comic book convention and stuff? And he's going, yeah, you know. So he's like, yeah, what do you do? We're like, we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good elevator pitch right there. Right yep. there. Yeah. And he, and I said, we got a booth. And uh, the guy goes, well, I sell this candy. He goes, I'll bring you some samples, right? And we were like, okay, no problem. Yeah, we love well, candy. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I think, yeah. We, I think we said we love stuff or free stuff. <laughs> we'll take free stuff, something like that. Uh, I don't know. But he, yeah, and he brought it back, and it was the best. I think it was Skittles, right? There was Skittles, Sour Skittles. Yeah. Uh, like, the listener, if you are old enough, and I know some of our listeners are, and if you're not, I don't even know if they do it anymore, but I remember going to the Pacific Science Center and getting freeze-dried food, like astronaut right. food. Yep. This yep. is that, but the stoner version. Right. Now, that was the thing, too, because that saved our lives, basically. <laughs> uh, oh, um, uh, malt balls. They had those uh, oh, the milk, malt milk balls. Yeah, milk the, duds. The milk the, duds. Jesus, milk those were so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. The one that blew me away, though, was the freeze-dried taffy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, seriously, I've never had, and, like, even with, like, milk duds, I love caramel, but it's got to be in a certain way, and milk duds are not it normally. Because they're just too chewy, and now I've got fillings. I'm an adult. I don't need these fucking candies ruining my life. Dude, these, can, can you, oh, go ahead. These are marshmallows. They're like big, yep. crusty marshmallows that melt in your mouth and then taste like caramel. It was like, holy shit. I'll give you one better. Becca got uh, 
Jolly Ranchers, dude. What? What? Yes, yes. You don't think because you're wet, you can't do Jolly Ranchers. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost the same thing. It's like uh, air filled, spongy. but it's it it go it it just turns into sugar, right? Just immediately. Yeah. That's so good, man. Like, yeah. I, as a diabetic, I shouldn't have these. <laughs> like, but I'm not gonna. I don't say think anybody no. should have these. These is obviously <laughs> have to be bad for you. It tastes too right. good. It, right. They, immediately, as soon as you eat one, you see people. Do people kind of flip out? Like you see people, their eyes kind of roll back in their head. <laughs> Dude, every one of us who ate it, including our good friend Ken Carlson, who will be on next week's episode, he did the same thing. You eat it, and even if you're standing or you're sitting, you tilt your head back, and then you lean back, and you go, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many people who did that. It's the and funniest thing. And bought it, and they came back, and they go, look, I bought a comic book and a bag of candy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Rusty, who was there, oh, spoiler yeah. alert, who will be on again next week's podcast, he went, and he bought $45 worth. I'm going to I'm gonna call him out on that one right mm-hmm. there. He loves candy. He made that happen. Oh, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, seriously, freeze-dried Laffy Taffy, freeze-dried caramel apple pops, freeze-dried Skittles. They had a bunch of different of those ones, too. Like, yeah. just... We post. I posted it in our Discord in our shoutouts, but you can go to galacticdruidtreats.com, and we're gonna get him on because I think we should probably like partner him up with like maybe one of our dad rib days or something like that. I oh, don't know. Yeah, something. <laughs> um, another group of people that I wanted to shout out were are the Stephen Crypto podcast. Yeah, Stephen Crypto. We've I've known Steve for gosh oh, years, years and years and years. Uh, he's a super great guy. He's always at Crypticon and doing a lot of stuff with them. I was uh, it was cool because they got me on uh, their uh, their podcast, and we're gonna reciprocate and have them on and BS at some point as well. Um, but we were right next to them the whole time, which is great. Like we get to hang out with some friends and just kind of BS and be in familiar company. The two podcasts yeah, in the time. lobby. First time I got to meet them, they were super cool, man. Super helpful. Really good guys. Yeah. Right. And they had to put up with us for like eight hours, man. Right. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. And and at some point, I think we were the loudest. So I I kept on checking myself to see if everybody was staring or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. I was was so loud. I was was probably obnoxiously loud. But at the same point, we we were in a great spot as well. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cared. Everybody had a good time. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, like, seriously, another shout out to the uh, comic show itself, just because the way they set it up, people would come up the escalators and have to walk past us. So I love that because we were just, we were on the whole time, man. We had just to hang out there. We always had someone man in the booth and then pushing people to the uh, back with Ken because we had our merch back there. Like, it was perfect. It was such a great setup. And it was cool just to hang out there with Steve and Crypto. Yep. Right. And before we get to the interviews, I know I had, oh, well, I got, I want, we did shut out Camp Bar, but again, Camp Bar is one of the best places to drink and party and hang out. And I know that we're going to talk a lot more of the shenanigans in a, in a little while. Uh, karaoke. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you, oh, you, oh, see, I, I tapped out before the old karaoke's. 
Yeah, at nine o'clock. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I was done. Yeah, I was done at seven thirty. I thought it was nine o'clock at seven thirty. <laughs> it was a long night. It was a long it night. Was long. Uh, yeah, we're gonna hear long about day. I should say. Yeah, 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 long day and long night for you. Yep. We're gonna get into some drunk Scott stories at some point in our lives. I know that. What? But I did want to also shout out the patrons who showed up, which was fucking oh. awesome. Oh yes. Uh, Tacoma Joe. He came by yep. like that, that was, was awesome. And that was I mean, it's so cool because we don't know you from a lot of the times uh, just like a nameplate, especially right. like in our discord. We'll see like a nice little purple nameplate. And yeah. then all of a sudden he's like, no, I'm Tacoma Joe. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like you sporting a shirt. I know. Right. I was staring my own shirt in the face. That was kind of surreal, <laughs> man. I was looking because I, I saw it walking up. I go, that's a damn nice shirt. And about the time I realized what it was, it he was goes, so "This, cool. these are the guys that got me hooked, he said. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. Like, seriously, like, major shout out to Tacoma yeah, Joe. And then we saw C-Note. Which, yes, you know, was there. That was awesome. Which, through some confusion, I thought that he had a contracted pink eye and wasn't going to make it. <laughs> that was so funny. But he did. He made it, um, and he hung out with us into a uh, free. Yeah, no yeah. He had no pink eye. He had no pink eye. That was just a misunderstanding because <laughs> because one of us uh, may or may not have farted in an elevator on the other two. <laughs> right. you know but uh oh, allegedly uh, that may or may not have happened and uh, he was just saying that he didn't want to hang out with us and get pink eye to which i thought right. oh shit Cino's not coming he has pink eye and then he showed up and i was like you better not be here with pink eye bro <laughs> he's like you, love- you are so dumb and I was like, yeah, all right i know i looked up and there's c-note and i go whoa there's c-note everybody sees c-note <laughs> and just taking a look at his eyes you don't look yep. pink and crusty all right, all right he stayed late pink. into the evening as well nice i'm glad that guy works really hard he needs time yep. to unwind straight up absolutely yep. he comes and hangs out with us to unwind that's amazing right and uh I think I don't know if she was the only I think that she was the last uh patron that was hanging out, but it was Kesha, not Kesha. Kesha. Showed up for the after party and Autumn. Autumn was there as well. You're right. Autumn. Yeah, I don't forget Autumn. I can never forget Autumn. Oh my god. Thank you for that. I would feel terrible. Absolutely it was Autumn terrible. and her dad, so it was Rusty and Autumn's and Autumn's <laughs> what, dad. Jeff? No, it was just Autumn and Rusty. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, her dad was at at the con. You're right. At yeah, the yeah. Con, they went so yeah. they went to the comic show and then to the after party as well. So they got to hang out. That's why Rusty bought all that candy. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. Autumn took uh, her dad to the comic show. How amazing is that? Yeah, Grit City's a big family, you know. So it was cool to see that we had. Gener- oh, and even uh, our friend our friend from uh. uh the death death con uh, he brought oh, his brother Kevin. and his yeah. yeah he brought his brother right. and his dad also that was cool it's a man. family affair baby yep so big shout outs to all of the patrons that showed up and i think we gave them a bunch of shit when they showed up oh we did we unloaded uh uh Stick. Uh, I was going to say speakers. We got rid of sneaker, <laughs> speakers. And, you know, <laughs> no uh, stickers. There we go. Yeah, stickers. Just... And, uh, people weren't sure what they were, but they took them anyway. I kind of yep. looked at. They were just look kind of confused. Like I, I don't know. They, I don't know. 
So it must be cool. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> so we're going to, again, we're going to get into it with uh, the details when Derek's on in a couple weeks for the podcast, a couple episodes out. Um, but keep a tabs on our Discord to see when we're talking about that live. But let's get into these interviews. And let's start off with the very first interview we did of the day, which was one that I was not expecting in the very least. And this is a lady by the name of C.M. Kane, C.M.K.A.N.E., C.M. Kane, who writes sports romances. We are at the Grit City Comic Show. Very excited for this. And who is with us right now? Hi, I'm author C.M. Kane. C.M. Kane. I love this. Is this your first Grit City Comic Show? Nope. I didn't think so. You look no. very familiar. Yes. <laughs> I've done a few. I've done a few as myself. And then I worked with a film company, the small film company in the area, too. So. Nice. So yeah. all sorts of doing stuff locally oh, yeah. here. I love this. Now, are you a Tacoma native? or? Um, actually, I was born and raised in Auburn. I currently okay. live in Federal Way, but I work like literally just down the road from here. Nice. So, so, yeah. so you understand Tacoma culture. And oh, yeah. I love this show so much because it's one of the down-to-earth shows. Right. And that's kind of the coolest part about all of this. Like, it's just starting right now, but we've got a great crowd. I'm so right. Ha- There's a ton of people here. I'm super stoked. I'm so happy that you were able to come by and just like you're just like i want to talk and let's do this yeah very excited for this so tell me a little bit about uh uh, what you write and some of the stuff that you've got going on certainly so i write romance um mostly contemporary romance under this pen name i have a couple other pen names that i write other stuff under but mostly it's sports romance um i just released at the end of october the first book in a new series so each series is a specific baseball team because I tend towards baseball because I nice, love it so much. That's so fun. Yeah. So I have four teams for my imaginary Seattle team, the Seattle Cascades. And oh. I am finishing up book two in my New Orleans Magician series. So I like is, the names. Yeah. Very solid names. On yeah. That. Yeah. I've got I've got um, a handful of other teams that I've mentioned in the books that I'll probably be doing some. Um, books on and then I'm also going to do for the minor league teams for the Seattle Cascades I have the Tacoma um, the Tacoma Shoreman solid and then going good the with Everett the long right and then the Everett Mist Walkers oh right creepy so single it. A yeah, single yeah. A and triple A teams that are basically mirrored on Seattle's Major League Baseball's minor league teams too. So, in getting in terms of that, like for the for the baseball theme for the romance, um, that's really kind of that's something I haven't necessarily. Is, are there a lot of sports there, romance books out there? There are sports romance okay, is actually okay. a pretty pretty wide variety. Hockey is really popular right now. Oh yeah, but it's the, the beginning of the <laughs> hockey season. So I have a friend who does hockey romance. Um, so you know, I. I I may branch into other sports, but right now I'm sticking to baseball. Lifelong baseball fan then? Uh, Yes. I can't remember baseball not being here. My dad would come home from work and say, do you want to go to a game? And before he'd finish the sentence, I'd be at the front door, hat on, glove in my hand, ready to go. We'd drive up to the kingdom. We'd park on the street, Mm -hmm. walk in, buy tickets that day. You back know, when you could. Back when you could. <laughs> yeah. My grandma, actually, when I was like 13, my grandma's mail carrier was a reserve King County police officer. Oh, wow. And okay. so he, 
we we went to the game with her and then I got to stand inside the gate right outside the locker room and actually I got I have a ball that is filled with the entire team's signatures on it. That is so cool. It's like one of my prized possessions. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So yeah. And so when you're dealing with um sports romance, especially with right. baseball romance, mm-hmm. how how does that generally go about? Is it like players going to different cities and having that set up or like it kind of depends so um each of the main male characters is a player on the team Mm -hmm. um in my first book it was a sheer accidental meeting um at the stadium just something that kind of ended up happening that would never in real life happen the baseball player and the ticket master lock eyes (laughs) not quite not quite she's doing a tour and he's (laughs) working out on the field nice okay so yeah and and she was very much with her kid because she was there with her kids and she was like we do not talk to them they are working this is their job you don't mess with people at their job oh because yeah, yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't want you want to keep that separation. It's the right, professional right. So separation. So he came to them. Oh, look so at that. yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So That's book so cool. two actually starts in Houston against the arch rival Houston Dragons. Yeah, boo. Because boo we hate Houston. the Houston. We hate the Houston team, so I made the Houston <laughs> team the bad guys. Um, I love because that. you know, of course, I would. Yeah, you have to. Duh. <laughs> so it it ends up happening in Houston, and the main male character thinks he's not going to see her ever again, <gasps> only to realize she actually lives in Auburn. Oh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> yeah, I love so, it. These have got to be fun for you to write. They're too. really fun. They're so much fun, and I'm not a planner. Like a lot of authors, they will write kind of what they want to go on. Absolutely. In their you know in their story. I have a general starting idea, and I know eventually by the end of the game, end of the book, they're going to end up together. I may know a couple of plot points along the way, but the characters tell me the story. Honestly, I just watch them and then just write the incident report. <laughs> that's really what I do. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's one of the best ways to do it, too. If you can visualize mm-hmm. it in your brain, then like that's one of my favorite things when I'm reading is the fact that I can visualize it like a movie. Right. And in my brain, I'm able to do that. Right. So being able to do that and then put it to paper. Yeah. That's oh, that's it's just so amazing. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So C.M. Kane, mm-hmm. uh, give us the title of some of your books. So book one in my Seattle Cascades is called Extra Innings. Fair. And then book one in my New Orleans Magicians is called Choke Up. Nice. So all my titles have a baseball name to them. Yeah, it makes so, sense when you're going yeah. up. And you even got you got yourself a jersey oh, yeah. this and everything is, full this on baseball. Is the guy, this is the guy from book two. So, <laughs> and I I, I I do remember walking by your booth and I seeing like just the beefcake. Uh, That's the, the posters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're uh, going around to any other conventions, you're coming back at a later Grit City Comic Show and you see the beefcake baseball players, you know exactly who it is. At this oh yeah, point. for sure. <laughs> CM Kane, thank you so much for being on. Absolutely, with us. we'll have the links on our podcast so people can go and check everything. Fabulous, out. and uh, yes, absolutely. I hope you have a fun convention and you just hang out and party and do all the fun stuff. Right? We're rock stars here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. So I know you guys weren't there for that episode or for that interview. Mm -hmm. It was a shorty. It was a little quick one, but she was the very first one. She came up. I was hardly prepared, and then I really wasn't prepared for the the baseball romance, which uh, actually I think is pretty fucking cool. And the fact that she got a booth and is local and was able to make that happen, like... 
hey, if you're into that stuff, check it out. I don't know. You might be into baseball romance, or you might it's have a, cool. someone who's into it. You know, I ain't. Right. Yeah. So, shout outs. Thank you for uh, CM for uh, coming on and hanging out. Now, next up, this is the guy that I, a guy that I have interviewed. We interviewed him last year, actually, at the Grit City Comic Show. A good friend of mine named Justin Hunt. He has done a lot of artwork for a whole bunch of things. And this one was really, really amazing just for the simple fact that not only was the project that he was talking about his creation, but it was a collaboration with his wife, which whenever I try to collaborate with my wife, uh, it just turns into me yelling. So congratulations to Justin on making that happen. (laughs) And staying married. Yeah, right. Exactly. 100%. So we wanted to make sure to get this out right away because he does have a Kickstarter coming out as of this dropping of this episode. So keep a, keep a search out for that. But you're going to have to listen to this interview to find out exactly what it is. This is the uh, second year in a row I've had you on, Mr. Justin Hunt. And I've known you for many years. Last, last year, we really kind of hyped up just you doing all of your art and all your different things. This year, it's a little bit different. Because apparently, not only have you created a new comic, the way you have done this is fantastic and hilarious, by the way. Yeah. So let's get right into this because this right now you're showing you're you're selling this out at the Grid City Comic Show, Ninja Witch. I love this too because it's Amy Hunt presents Ninja Witch Fire and Shadows. Yeah. She owns fifty three percent of the company. Fifty three percent of the company. This was a whole thing that you created. This is created out of what? Like just a, a misinterpretation of something else, right? Yeah. So um, we've been married for two years and she's she she married into nerdum. <laughs> and uh, we were watching Warrior Nun, which uh, was an old Antarctic Press comic back in the 80s. Yeah. And then uh, it fell off the racks, but it became a Netflix show. So we were trying to watch it and she was in the kitchen. She's like, let's watch Ninja Witch. And uh, didn't know what she's talking about, and uh, you know Ninja Witch. And, you know yeah. it's the show that we've been watching. And Ninja she kept Witch. emphasizing it, and <laughs> I know that I got a Jersey accent, but I, I I still couldn't understand her. So she turns on the TV and she points at Warrior Nun. She's like, "It's right there," and I was like, "It's totally different. That's so, not yeah. That's yeah. Not, it's not Ninja Witch. That's so Warrior I, Nun." She, but I was like, in my mind, I was like, "Ninja Witch sounds pretty freaking cool." So, yeah. I go out to the garage. I got a six by six whiteboard, which I use for stuff. Wiped it all off, and I write Ninja Witch. And she goes, "What are we doing?" I said, "We're creating Ninja Witch." She goes, "What?" I said, "Right now." I said, "You want to speak it?" So we started. How long ago up. was this? Uh, so we started this in twenty one. Okay, okay, November twenty one. All right. Um, fleshed it all out. Um, she's seven hundred something years old. Um, so she's born in the twelve eighties. Uh. You know, you got the book in your hand to show you can. It starts in modern times. Nice. Um, and it there's a flashback in here to the 30s, and then it has her origin story. This is the only place you can get the origin stories in book one. Nice. And uh, you know, it shows how she became a witch and how how the powers were put into her. And then this is fire and shadows because she has to go through fires and shadows to become who she is. And the shadows are the the evil. So we call them the Jagannati instead of the Illuminati. Fair enough. Because yeah. my last name's Hunt and Jag is, yeah. is German for Hunt. So it's the Hunters of Light. And oh. she is the epitome and the the, the climax of white uh, magic. Nice. So she's the white. So, um, so yeah. So we came up with a story. We came up with everything. So Amy, my wife, has to create story, background, characters, all that stuff. Gives it to me. And then I come up with costume designs, 
all the details. Then I write the script and then I dial it into the pages. And uh, I'm so busy with regular job plus all the covers. <laughs> right. We hired out somebody to do pencils, but I did all the inking on it. It's the last time I'll do inking. Um, <laughs> it was a pain. And then, uh, so the book is 46 pages. Book two launches next Wednesday. Damn. So, yeah, on Kickstarter. Um, yeah, we, so the uh, for any of the listeners, the day this episode's going up, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah, November 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be on Kickstarter. It's called Ninja Witch uh, Dawn of Betrayal Part 1. That one takes place 1721 in the high seas of the Caribbean. Wow. So And, like, seriously, like, with, with a character who is, you know, wait, 700 years old, yeah. you can really play with all sorts of historical fiction and just tinker and have some fun with it. Yeah, so in this one, so what's cool with history is, like, I'm influenced by the 70s and 80s movies. Mate, Plus, yeah. Quentin Tarantino is, like, kind of an idol. So when we did this one, we wrote it very cinema- cinematically, the, the camera angles and stuff within the book. But there's stuff that has happened in history that you can't answer. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So one of them, we answered in here. <laughs> and there's other parts of history. Nice. So when yeah. you get through it. So, for example, things that are important. Serendipitously, we found out when she was born, the day she turned 666 years old is in the 1930s. And it happens to be the same day that Charles Manson is born. And you can just work that. We in. just made like, it happen. Yeah, yeah. as you're, yeah. Like, you're looking at that, you're like, that will right. that worked out. And okay. then in the 30s, at the same time that happens, the day she turns 666 years old, she becomes the 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 head priestess of multiple covens. And then as she rises to higher power in the 30s, she's parallel to Hitler rising. So you got evil rising over here, and you got her rising in the good Damn. over here. Interesting. Yeah. So, so there's some research put into that. I love that. That's got to be a lot of the fun, too. I mean, just looking at like historical research yeah. and be able to kind of like, oh, how can I fit my character into this to make it fun? Uh, make uh, a, a little bit of sense because you still need to work it in and then how you can work that into a bigger story. Right. Yeah. And it's what we liked is because so we have like the 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 inverted uh, star. So some people call it a pentagram, but it wasn't always a pentagram. Mm-hmm. The original Wiccan was a symbol of hope and wisdom. So when people look at it, oh, she's a witch. Yeah. Read it. Do your research. <laughs> We're going to explain some stuff to you. Yeah. Um. And then, like, in this one, if you like James Bond and Indiana Jones, that's the pace. If you like Kaiju, it's in there. If you like Indiana nice. Jones, there's Indiana Jones reference. There's a hidden Indiana Jones thing in there. There's tons of Star Wars. And if, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, like a huge Star Wars fan. I think we're at $15,000 in Star Wars Legos in the house right now. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's all in here. And there's, like, when you look at it, you're like, oh. I know where that scene's from. And then you were like, shoot, now I got to go watch Empire Strikes Back again. Like, <laughs> it, it's so Get much back fun. Into it. Yeah. I love that. So, that's so then, cool, man. Yeah. So, and it's cool because I get to do it with my wife. And we formed a company called Mythos Comics Group. So, book two comes out ne- next week on the 15th. Book three's in May. In March, we're doing a crossover with Good Boy, which is an anamorphic dog. So, imagine John Wick. But John Wick dies and his dog goes on revenge. That's good boy. Nice. So I like that. Nice. It's a really good book. They they have a video game, TV show coming out and all. And then I have an 18 inch. We're re envisioning classic characters from uh uh like um Grimm's Fairy Tales. Okay, yeah. So I have an 18 inch 
goth Snow White statue coming out from Legendary Bee Studios. Whoa. Um, then we're doing, after that, is the Evil Queen. And then we have a Hansel and Gretel, two separate that connect. So we And then we have Ruby's Raiders, which, if you imagine Waterworld, Mad Max, and Steampunk shoved up onto the air where nothing touches the ground. What was and this the, called again? Ruby's Raiders. So the okay. ship is called the Ruby. And her, the the people on her are the Ruby's Raiders, and they have to steal Melmachian crystals. So if you're a friend of Alf, you <laughs> know, know where the Melmachian like, crystals whoa, come whoa, from. Whoa, whoa. But uh, so we have a bunch <laughs> of stuff coming up. So it's it's just really fun. And that is so cool. So she came up with the name Mythos because it means you know stories, storytelling. Yep. Yep. And we don't want to do the standard run of the mill stuff. And that's amazing. Like the simple fact that it came from her misremembering a name and then you're just like no this is really cool let's turn this into it turning into a book turning it into like literally making a company for it to create that that is so cool and that's just like that self-starter at like i mean you've been doing that for so many years like just like with making with your your art i've known you for such a long time that it's been able to be really fun to see working on other people's stuff like other just any sort of uh uh, ip that you know you've been able to work with but then on that next level being able just to create your own and just be like this is mine and that's so cool you you and your wife and that's got to be a fun bonding experience as well sometimes i I was about to say i was like yeah like how how, like some of the uh the conversations on storylines or art or costuming that or like um we'll come up with stuff and i'm like we're gonna do this Whose book is it? Uh, well, oh, it says right, Amy well, Hunt presents. Okay, whatever. What you do you want? want? Yeah, do yeah. you want this? And then she's. Then, but <laughs> she'll always come back with, "Well, you're the comic book guy." So I'm like, <laughs> "All right." But the, the but when, the one thing that we were totally against on this book, the Ruby's Raiders is a little different because it's all something I wrote 25 years ago on my first honeymoon. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> so it finally coming to life. But this one, she didn't want her sexualized. Mm-hmm. So when you read it, she's she's not. She's not this giant Gal Gadot body. She's she's built like um like she's a gymnast, right? Because you're doing flips and all this other stuff. And then all you see is her eyes. So yeah. there's a challenge of how do we show the intensity? How do we show she's a badass, yeah. right? Yeah. So you don't even meet her till the first ten pages, and she she doesn't have a lot of words because she doesn't need to. But when she does say something, you're like, listen. Yeah, yeah, you want to really pay attention. Yeah. It's that, and that, that was speaks Amy's softly. big thing. She yeah. wanted that. She wanted that. That is so cool. And she's like being able to fit that vibe and what what she wants in the character that she created. Yeah. Like, when it comes down to it, Ninja Witch is, is, yeah. is her creation. Yeah, and she's in it. I, I, there's a, Aww, so, so last cool. year, um, when you were here, Amy showed up as a um, gypsy. Yeah. Uh, I put her in here. Oh, um, did she know or was it a surprise? She didn't know until she looked at the final print. <laughs> she's like, because you can see all the gypsies in this caravan are all wearing dark colors, and there's one like red and on, pretty busty and stuff. She goes, "Did you draw me in there?" I was like, "Ha ha, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did." Guess so. what? I get to do as the artist. Yeah, I get to draw you in here. Yep. yep. Uh, so, and uh, man, I just I, I've always loved your art. I appreciate it's it. been so fantastic. People can find it if you just search for the art of Justin Hunt on Instagram. On correct. Instagram, yep. yep. And it's really easy. I know you've got the Facebook group as well. Yeah, it's uh, awesome fans of. Ju- I don't even know what it's called. I don't think. I think they took out the awesome. I think they just put the fans of Justin Hunt right and now. And Mythos. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just and it's because you're, everyone knows you're awesome. Every, all the fans are awesome anyway. Right. But it's the same point of just being easier to find. Yeah. But well, there's a lot of different plus they're ways putting you can the find Mythos it. stuff in there now too. So that is so cool. Um, so. And then we have the Mythos Comics Group Facebook page. Perfect. Um, it's like 60 followers. So let's 
bump it up, bump, bump it, it up. up. Yeah, yeah, we will absolutely share it and hang out with this. And like, seriously, like just looking at this cover, it's so beautiful. I'm really excited to get oh, to do. Can to I get show you something on the yeah. inside? Yeah, I, I didn't want to open it because well, it's yours. You can open it. I know. It's just like one of those things. Like when it's in the case, uh-huh. I'm just kind of those people's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to muff it up a little bit or anything. So the thing like to remember that. is that somebody put it in that bag. Well, yeah, but so someone has already touched it before you did. I know. Dude, what the hell is that? Right? That is... It's a demon. Yes. But here's the cool part. <laughs> when we created this, my wife was like, I wanted to have a shark's head, but I want... And I was like, I wanted to have horns. She goes, well, fine. So it's got the four eyes. She wanted the tail very specific. And then, like, I'm a huge Starship Troopers fan, so that's how I got the front claws and Okay, everything. yeah, because you can then, really see that. Yeah, it really so, looks like the bug oil. Yeah, and then yeah. what's cool is... He's given this incantation. So if you take this incantation, write it backwards, then you can translate it into Filipino. So when you write this backwards, it's Filipino. And then you can translate it to English. And then from English, you can get the Wiccan. So it's actually an incantation that we wrote a Wiccan, converted it, and then put it in Filipino and then wrote it backwards. Well, I also see like the last, the big one too, yes. is, is, is a is a very neat nod to a very storied uh, uh, franchise. So, so a couple of them, yeah. I so know, like, yeah, right. Yeah, now so, I'm looking at it. So there's a bunch of difference on that. So, um, so I put Ash in there for obviously reasons. Right? Yeah, but Klaatu Nikto Barata is from the day the Earth stood still, mm-hmm. but also for Star Wars on the skiff when they're at. Uh, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, the guards are all named Nikto Barada. Are they really? Yeah, I didn't even know I didn't that. Know that, either. that is deep so as you can shit. actually buy the 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 three pack of them, and their names are on there. <laughs> There's a George Lucas nod to it. So, for me, that's that was like my. Those are the kind of things I'm throwing in there that like. And then I'll show you something else really cool. Yeah. You guys are listening. You can't see it, so go buy it. Yep, you have to go buy it in order to see this. But I just, I love the references. I love the fact that you collaborated on this giant monster so, that's horrifying. So they're here, right? Yeah, and yeah. This yeah. box is open. Yeah, check it out. Oh wait, what is that? What is that it, in the? It's box? the Indiana Jones yeah, facility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all these little Easter and, eggs in them, and yeah. it takes place in Tunisia, which is where they shot. Um, I hope. love that. I love that. That's just it's such a nice little nod. Like if. And that's the one thing that I love, too, because if you're a person who's, like, reading the comic books, yeah, you can just read the words and kind of pass through. But if you're a person who loves to, like, pay deep attention to the art, you're going to get rewarded for that. Sure. And that's the fun part, being able to go through it. You get the story, but maybe you just want to dig a little bit deeper. Maybe you want to look at these different <laughs> things and see that little the little aspects of it. Everything in there is for a reason. We don't want to waste time. So, yeah. like, if you see a spider, there's a reason there's a spider. Yeah. Well, like, and, and and that makes sense too because you don't want to just put stuff there just to put something there. Like if this, it's not going to push forward the story, like, this airplane. There's a very specific tail number for the airplane based on the date. So when they read it, and all of a sudden you get to this page right here, yeah, and then you can piece it all together. You're like, holy shit, I know who that is. That is funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can just see it from right? the art yep. too. Like you yeah. kind of understand. You're like. Oh wow! Okay, so you get to have a lot of fun in in the his in the just the the annals of history there. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. So people, if you want to understand this and get this figured out, check out Amy Hunt presents Ninja Witch Fire and Shadows. By the time this drops, book two is going to be out there. And I mean, whenever you listen to this podcast, just look for him. Look yeah. for Justin Hunt. Look for Amy Hunt. Yep. Make this stuff out. Make it happen. Go follow the stuff. Follow the MCG, the Mythos Comic Group, and. Yep. 
hang out with them and really experience what it is really the, the cool part about being like nowadays with the technology you can follow your favorite comic creators any creator but you can follow them and see what they're doing through their processes on different projects and even just to get to see what you've been doing throughout the years and seeing yeah. your progression and how you've evolved is super cool to see yeah. just being able to see that anywhere like the internet the internet is so freaking cool for that sort of it thing. is and it's cool because we're super interactive with our fan base yeah so everybody posts my wife runs the page so she's commenting she's showing stuff and all but like when we do this one when we do the launch we we're very we give out stuff that makes sense on a kickstarter so yeah. somebody's gonna get a free piece of art they don't know it. It's just going to be in there. It's just going to be yeah. That's so cool. And then we're also giving out some um, Ninja Witch Messenger bags, which oh, will be in there. People won't know. Cool. They're just going to get their backer kit, and they're like, I didn't order this. And there's a little like, note like, hey, bonus. thanks. Yeah, and that's what we did last time. I did sketches, and we just stuck them in there, and people got, like, free pieces of art. That's so cool. That's awesome. And, I mean, even, like, we just talked with Ken Carlson, and, like, he backed uh, Hellbound Slant 6. Like, he backed that, his art, his writing, and he did... Issue he did issue one kickstarted it issue two kickstarted it all the way through to complete the entire series so you would get those rewards and being able to back somebody at that level that's why I love Kickstarter yeah I I don't like I don't like it for like the big companies putting out their stuff I understand that that's a business model sure. now and you can do that but the spirit of Kickstarter was somebody who was like I want to create this one thing let me create it and let everyone be able to experience that yeah and seeing people being able to do that at this level is what I love. Like you're getting to be creative yeah. and getting to put stories out there that you want out there. And that now people are realizing, Oh, I want that too. Yeah. And then with the indie market, it's really nice because the indie market is pretty close to each other. My mentor um, who helps me and I send messages and he's done FaceTime with me and my wife, Brian Polito is my mentor on this. Wow. So when I'm like, Hey, I'm stuck. How do I do this? Brian? And I've done a lot of work for coffin. He's like, here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. Here's this. And he's like, look, some people listen, some people don't. But if you don't, I'm telling you, like, here's a blueprint. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right? I'd be dumb not to listen to Brian Polito. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you look at that experience and you're like, okay, yeah you're giving me this experience knowledge yeah thank you like however which way you want to take that like the small community that's why we love doing the grid city comic show yeah. because everyone coming out here is a part of this community yeah. and it's most of it's local and that's why they kind of split it up they split it up from jet city and grit city is to have both of those shows being able to focus on those areas instead of it getting so big that you can't do that like we the locality of this that's not a word, yeah. but I, you know what I mean? It's still like the just, localization. Sure. That still sounds, I mean, correct, but not, but yeah, whatever. It's your show. Community, <laughs> hanging out, doing everything together is really what it's about. We love Grid City. It's honestly, I do Emerald City. I've done, I've been flown out to shows and everything. My wife and I, this is our number one favorite show throughout the year. Because it's intimate. Yeah, it's intimate. It's the it's the ground level. You can pick up comic books. You can any of the guests who are here, you can just sit around and BS with yep. them. Whichever thing that they're doing, because they bring in television, they bring in comic book creators, artists, mm -hmm. writers, people selling whatever. They've got the freaking Bumblebee car yep. out here, the supernatural car. Like you, they bring out some really amazing stuff. Oh yeah. And it's like you can listen to us talk to all these people, but you need to experience it. And that's yep. 
going to any of these types of shows. Go to the local comic book shows. Lilac City Comic Con is one that I've yeah. always loved. Uh, I, I know Rose Rose City is getting a, a bit bigger, but it's on the same level as like Emerald City. Like yeah. that's the next stage level of mm-hmm. those. But getting into the smaller ones where it's it's usually it's going to be one day. Yeah. It's going to be like an eight, 10 hour day. And it's just going to be at your close by. And that's, those are some of the best ones to go to. Well, and the price point's good for families. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a big thing, too. You get Emerald City, $50 for a day, $60 for a day. For everybody. Right? Yeah. Then people are walking around and they're all bummed out. They just spend that plus $40 for parking and everything. It's what, 15 bucks to get in here or yeah. whatever it is? Yeah, 10 um, or 15 is something You know, when bad. I'm done, I for me, it's very surreal. And you know me for a while, just. I get people who come up and like, can you sign this? I'm like, uh, sure. And then I'm over at Rick Hoberg. I'm like, dude, can you sign this? <laughs> Just remember, remember to somebody else. You know, it's like that same level. Yeah. Like, And it's also that looking at this, people, and it's not saying that people going to the bigger conventions don't respect art, but you get right. that one-on-one a lot more yeah. because there's still a ton of people here, but the interaction to be able to like face to face with people without being like the whole push of like just the throngs of thousands and thousands of people who can't even move in the yeah. hallway yeah. where it's just, you know, asses and elbows just <laughs> stuck to better. each other. Oh, truth. <laughs> truth. Yes. City comic show smells better than most other comic conventions. <laughs> should be a t-shirt. <laughs> no Tacoma aroma here. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Justin, seriously, thank you for spending some time yeah, with me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. We'll always have you back on for this. Yeah. So let us know how the projects keep going. And everybody, go back and buy Ninja Witch. All right, all right, all right. I don't know why I just turned into Matthew McConaughey there. But uh, <laughs> thanks again to Justin Hunt for hanging out with us and always being a good guy. Check out, like I said, all the stuff in there. Check out Ninja Witch. I'm pretty stoked for that because I did get that book. He got it for us. So we're going to check it out and christina derek's uh, betrothed had uh, got herself a, a copy of it and loved it and made sure to get more stuff so uh back that kickstarter if you're down for it and uh check out ninja witch yeah it was it was a super cool looking book like oh, all the yeah. covers they were all neat yeah yeah i love it and i love justin's art anyway and he's done so much cool stuff right now finally for this episode this was the fun one because I know you had planned it, Scott, but I completely forgot. So when he showed up, I was like, I, I get really dorky about this because it's diecutstickers.com. But it was so cool just to be able to talk nerdy shit with them and then also just talk about the stickers. And I, I think that we might have been giving some misinformation in this episode because I think in this episode or in this interview... We mentioned that our stick our our mugs that we've made for the convention only, which we may have a couple out there. Well, we don't know for sure um, that they weren't dishwasher safe, <laughs> but the stickers are. But did I hear in our pre-show chat that maybe the cups are dishwasher safe? The cups are dishwasher safe. It's just that over time, the graphic will come, you know, fade away. Okay. Uh, uh, that was her only concern, and I misinstrued it. Uh, <laughs> we were I'm telling fine. everyone that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, yeah, not dishwasher safe, but they are. You're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen. They're just going to turn to white cups over time. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have a white mug, yeah. and that's great. Yeah, you have a white mug, and then you'll have to buy another Grid City Podcast mug. <laughs> right, that's the best thing. Did we just make planned obsolescence <laughs> oh. on our merch? 
Right. So you know what? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was checking around. We had per capita more merch than like anybody other boot. I mean, uh, selection of merch. Yeah. Everybody else had like their logo or maybe one or two versions of it. We have like four or five different versions of our logo and a persona out there, you know? Multiple different styles of t-shirt. We had beer, uh, or I guess bottle openers, not only beer right? openers. Which yeah. only for beer. They're only for beer. No, right no, 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 no. Beer right on them. I know, which is awkward <laughs> because I did give one to a six-year-old. But I, yeah, why not? Yeah, it, it, oh, it, soda pop too. It could open. A, yeah. See, that's what I'm soap, saying. Soap yeah. Bottle. Sometimes you call beers or soda pop beer, or or, or <laughs> sometimes, sometimes maybe. Um, but also like the keychain. <laughs> the the keychain that you also uh, created. We had all sorts of really fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and die cut stickers too. We got multiple different stickers. That was fun watching some of the the guys look over our our. Uh, our uh, sticker com- compilation pack we got there. Oh yeah, uh, or sheet. There we go. Sticker sheet. It's a sticker sheet that has all our <laughs> I like phrases on it. I like sticker compilation. Yeah, they're all <laughs> dad ribs. What's a dad rib? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to explain it. Or yeah, it's like fuck you, Clyde. Wait, right. wait, wait. Who's Clyde? I'm like, Clyde's anyone you wanted to be. One guy did that. One guy he looked. I watched him because he's a big guy, and his he had his daughter with him. A young, uh, she she looked pretty smart, pretty intelligent. That's the thing. The kids that go there, they read. So you know, they're on the, uh, they're, so I know I'm up against my better, so I don't try to battle the wits these kids. So you know, so I don't question them. Like, oh, are you a little young? For, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want you. You don't shouldn't. I'm pretty sure they know what they're looking at, and their dad's right there, right? So their dad's looking it over, and I saw his big finger kind of go over the different stickers, and he stopped at the Clyde, and he kind of tapped on it. And he kind of looked up at me, and I was waiting for whatever was going to happen. He goes, can I have this? And I said, yeah, yeah. And so, so he probably knows somebody named Clyde. I hope so. I hope so. I hope people find that. I think we should just do a big one that just says, hey, if you got a Clyde in your life, we will. if you can prove that you have a Clyde in your life, we'll send you a fuck you Clyde sticker. But you have to give it to him. but yeah die cut stickers here's the interview now also in the middle of this one i feel i have to preamble this a couple times because Uh you need to listen to this because in the middle of it we get um interrupted by a very enthusiastic multi multi con goer this is a lady who goes to many conventions and she wanted to talk to us while we were doing this interview and maybe it was the safety meeting I had gone to just previous to uh, this entire thing. Uh, but I, I forgot she showed up. But That's I, hilarious. No I, wonder Keith was so freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was accommodating, too. I didn't ignore her. So I turned around and I shoved the microphone in her face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right in the middle of this, it gets kind of weird. We're here at the Grit City Comic Show with one of our longtime supporters, yeah. advertisers, sponsors, the man who makes all of our stickers. I don't know. Do you make all of our stickers by hand? Just you in there with some scissors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all me. I run the entire shop. I'm no, no. We have uh, giant printers. We hit Control P, and it just spits out oh, your graphics. That's and so fantastic. It's very easy. Please introduce yourself, sir. My name's Keith. 
I'm with diecutstickers.com. I'm the marketing coordinator. I'm like a game show host. Right? Trying to like get everything out there, get the word out, tell everyone how cool your stickers are. Here's here's a question I've never had a chance to ask you this. What do you think about our commercial that we made? Did you hear our commercial? Yeah, I think it was a ten out of ten. Thank you. I I love all the work you do. If I didn't if I didn't have that trust and faith, uh you know, we wouldn't be here today. I, I have to agree on our end as well with you because I, this isn't going to be like just a full on like ad, but I do love die cut stickers. <laughs> like seriously, like the the simple fact of I've put one sticker on the back of my car. Uh, it was pre pandemic, so at least four years ago, and that mfr is still on there do we that's have, so like, nice to it's, hear it like these things are hardcore vinyl stickers i was gonna say we have some uh coffee cups here right and uh so uh we had a, a guy come by and ask are these dishwashers safe and we're like no probably not and he goes the stickers are i can tell you that <laughs> he has a sticker and he's put it on right and that's actually true we get that question a lot and the answer is they are as long as you turn off the heated drying Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, that actually does make a lot of sense. On that's that really the, I could get real nerdy with this, but the big, say, you had an answer. <laughs> the big thing is these stickers are, it's a pressure sensitive adhesive. So rather than being just sticky like glue, it's like a, a thousands of little suction cups. Ooh, so that's why you, oh. you press it down, you give it 24 hours to kind of spit out all the air. And then it's, it's bonded with the, the surface until you decide to take it off. But things like heat. Uh, can change the nature of the surface. That right? makes sense. Okay. So if you had to take one off, you would probably use a heat gun or something. You, you could, but that's off. actually overkill. As long as you got a little, <laughs> like a moderate amount of fingernail, you should be able to get it off pretty easily. So what got you into the sticker life? Because it seems kind of an interesting uh, thing to get into in terms of, even with like marketing and such like that, like what got you into uh, creating these things? Well, I had a silly kind of pathway into die cut stickers. I remember going to Warp Tour in like 2000, 2002. You get all, all right. these free stickers in your bag. Yeah. And like the culture at the time was like fill up the back of your car window with stickers. Yeah. Stickers all over yep. your room. Yep. I dabbled in that briefly and I was like, no, this is too much clutter for me. I don't I don't like this. I don't like stickers all over everything. And then eventually you need to remove them for one reason or another, like you're moving or you have to sell your car. And so that's kind of a lame response, but it was no, it stayed that it. way. Yeah. yeah. For many years. And then I needed to change the job I was at. I was working at a shop refilling ink and recycling ink cartridges for inkjet printers Ooh, okay which i worked for a very a wonderful man but the the business was just kind of a dead end and yeah. so a friend of mine told me that diecutstickers.com was hiring for a production artist okay. and that's the person who sets up the print files it's very mechanical work very mm-hmm. boring but i was like i just need to just to transition s- into something different yeah, yeah and my yeah, background yeah. is in graphic design so i was like as long as i can get into that slot then maybe i can moved to somewhere adjacent that's more creative and fun. And uh, I mentioned that I had in my interview, me and my buddy had been homebrewing and we had like a little craft beer blog. And so that was my first foray into like digital content. And so they were like, well, this is awesome. Hey, instead of, you know, doing this, do you want to manage our blog and do our social media and stuff instead? And I said, yeah, that sounds way more fun. Taking <laughs> Absolutely. photos and making yeah. videos and yeah, right. all that kind of stuff and writing copy. And uh, so I started doing that. And it's been 12 years now. 
And wow. I moved up into basically the, the marketing manager position. That's it's that's something that I like to call, and I've called it because I am that myself, is kind of the blue collar creative. It's the you've got to, you, you know, for a business and like with social media, it's like making the videos, doing the artwork, doing all that stuff. I do it on the audio side. And so it's like creating, you know, 30 second promos for stuff. Yes. And that's why it's so much fun to do what we do with uh, the podcast and even making that advertisement. It was the fun part about it was just getting us together and just <laughs> getting Jeff to try to get Scott to pretend to be something else is about the most <laughs> hilarious thing that I'll ever do. I'm still trying to get him to do like a and d game or something. I'm just bad at it. Yeah. I'm not good. I'm not he, a good actor. He doesn't, and he doesn't, he doesn't believe in it. Like, he's just like, this is all fake. And I was like, well, yeah, we're creating a scene. We're creating, you know, like what the reasons why you want these things. That's like, said, that's said by a very true theater nerd yeah. <laughs> mentality. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, we've got to do that theater of the mind. It's like, we've got to put the sticker down because it's a perfect coaster because if you spill your drink it's not even gonna matter <laughs> oh hello hello look at you who are you hello, cinderella cinderella who's your buddy right there mr nightmare he, he's kind of scary looking right there but he waves he's nice high five he's wearing high a five. snake for a necktie he is wearing a snake for a head tie you'll see all sorts of things here i love that that is fantastic no, uh, well, you have a you have a spider. I am retired old spider lady. Spider. <laughs> You're a tired old spider lady. Yeah. I love it. Here, have a sticker. You yeah. deserve yes. a sticker, oh, all right? Uh, a button too. You like buttons, right? There's a button right here too. Yeah. You love buttons. You can take that. You're amazing. I really have late nights and I get my patches. Oh, you get patches? I collect them. Hey. All over the place. This is a big surprise sort of thing. Yeah, oh wow! See, look at that! Oh wow! wow. For it. Oh yeah! You it. got all your badges and all that. That's amazing. So she's a regular at every convention you go to. Uh, yeah. Every convention. You go to, <laughs> go to Northwest. How, how many yeah, conventions I've you never, go to? Yeah. It, there's, it would be impossible Comic-Con, to miss. Western like I can see why. She's sort of famous. I would have guessed uh, Bohemian Madam Web though. Then they had the steampunk is gone. Um and some other Danish go ethnic fest for free. Oh, I go fun. to the um, yes, when the Samoan dances, mm-hmm. and I normally doing the seaport volunteer, but uh, since the COVID, I normally do it. So that is awesome. Excellent. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, I love you. And hey, yeah. you have my friend inside. You have Randy Embling with his wife. You have Sean is here, and all the people finally coming back after the COVID. And you have Walking Dead guy here today. I know, that's amazing. I know, I meet him the second time. Nice. Yeah. Oh, fun. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by. Hey, thank you. Have thank a you. great one. Enjoy and- the show. Absolutely. You will see all types of people here. And meet them all. And yep, you can go ahead and take that one as well. Yep. We are at our booth right now. And so we're getting all sorts of people. You get to see all sorts. Do you come to comic book conventions that often? Yeah, I did. Uh, I had a run there where I was going to Emerald City. Nice. For a few years yeah. in a row. And it really does. Events like this draw out like the most magical people. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who is uh, one of my favorite things is we had a buddy who was uh, Captain Steve. 
and he was kind of a button-up tight military guy, Captain. And uh, but we took him to Norwestcon and we gave him a Nacho Libre mask. Yeah, I mean, doing it. And he went nuts. Like he just had the most fun. Just was able to go and go into a whole other world and be somebody else. And it's just it's so cool to be able to see that and experience that. There is something that happens when you put on a mask and dress up in a costume. Like yeah. you, you kind of are able to get out and like do things you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it depersonalizes you a little. Man, I, sorry. Just good. Put your mouth I right into I the microphone. It. That's why I wanted to stand so I don't, but even in the stand, I don't do it. You're terrible. But anyway. Um, yeah. It, it depersonalizes you a little bit, right? Like shuts off. You, you can have fun and be yeah. a little goofy with a mask on. A hundred percent. And it, I mean, and it's for uh, the stigma with like nerd conventions a lot of the times it's, it's you know basement dwelling people and that sort of aspect but it's not inside in, kids inside kids yeah but it's the fun part now is like it's it's become such a big thing that yep. anybody can come and it's like sure like parents can bring their kids to experience it but also on the same aspect of you can just come out be a kid again and like i mean i don't have any kids yep. and i'm out over here buying comic books and stuff for myself because that's what i'm down for yep or finding comic books for people i want to be friends with at work. I said that about Norwest Con. It's one of my favorite things is uh, you can go there and they have different tracks, right? Like when they, I mean, this is pre-COVID, um, yeah. but you can you can show up there and be into movies or art or something totally different and you don't even interact with some people, right? Like it, it's like a whole different groups of people, but you're yep. all in the same area. I really love it. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's one of, it's like seriously one of my favorites, one of those effects. Oh, yeah. oh, Derek gets to hold. Yeah. Oh, no, we're getting a picture with it. This is something you'll be able to find on our social. Well, maybe you got to make sure and tag us. <laughs> uh, see, now we're looking good. Yeah, I know. We're being, we, we're being harassed. It's great. I love it. We're still recording, but that's fine. Yep. 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 Just tag us. Tag, tag Grit City Podcast. And uh, thank you. <laughs> yep, 100%. Okay. That'd be perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's what happens when you record at your booth. Yeah. yeah. She's everywhere, though. Like I said, she's I was like, fantastic. She looks very familiar. So like, I know I've seen her everywhere. So that's kind of a fun sort of aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's uh, what's some new things going down the pike with uh, diecutstickers.com? Yeah, let's get back to talking about that. <laughs> well, the, the great thing about custom stickers is... There's always going to be sort of the essentials, right? Like a like a full color printed on white vinyl sticker. Mm -hmm. That's kind of our bread and butter, and that's never going to change or kind of uh, go out of style. Sometimes they'll evolve. Like we can add new laminates and things like that to kind of juice it up. But uh, totally, yeah. But I mean, I think we're going to be adding some brand new products. Uh, kind of starting in January. So okay, okay. go to our website, keep an eye out for that, diecutstickers.com. It's Wait, in the what name. was that? <laughs> <laughs> We've been around since 2002, and that was arguably the best move uh, the owner ever made was purchasing that URL and just like yeah. running with it as the name. We um, Scott has his side business, quote unquote, of picking up random URLs. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. And it's kind of squatting, but it's also stuff like we have eternalhotdog.com. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. know what we're gonna do with it, but I'm, I'm squatting on it. Someone wants it. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. My whole thing on that one was just to have basically a video loop feed of a hot dog roller with just one hot dog on it, just eternally running. 
But that was really as far as I got with it. I don't know if there's any sort of money-making ventures that go along with that. I didn't want it looping. I actually wanted to just keep cooking and just leave it there. Like, yeah, he wanted the same thing. I kind of wanted it not to be that horrifying. Because after, like, a couple hours... Someone's got to live with that. Yeah, yeah. Scott, are you going to live with the hot dog? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, okay. If I mean, if he's in, I might as well just do it then. That's such a nice, like, romantic, like, relic of, like, the early internet, like, 98 to, like, 2002, where, like, Absolutely. A, yeah. a website would just have something, like, quirky and random on it, and it would be, like, the that's most it. popular thing there is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We're not here to make any money. <laughs> We're just here to show a hot dog on a roller yeah. endlessly. It feels like those times are gone, but, like, maybe they're yeah. ripe for a comeback. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're hitting getting all those nostalgia hits now anyway. Like that seems just to be everything is just a reiteration of everything else. And I mean, I guess everything is derivative. That's if just you your get age, deep. dude. That's yeah. what's showing. It's just Fuck, your age. I know. You're, you've been around long enough. Stuff's starting to loop. <laughs> <laughs> 45 years old. And yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm getting, kind of getting into that aspect. Um, but I mean, you got to keep it. I would say consistent, but that's not it. Just like doing it all over again. Well, I'm we're definitely not the oldest people here. That's all. I know. You know what I mean? That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I was at the Greater uh, Tacoma Convention Center, which is where... <laughs> you were the youngest person I there. was the youngest person here because I was at a AAA convention. Like, so AAA, the people who help you with your cars. Oh, roadside assistance. Roadside assistance. Yeah, Yeah, it was a roadside Uh, assistance convention. It's not AARP. No, it (laughs) wasn't. Might as well. No, it was in conjunction. The whole time I've been picturing it that way. Me too. It was in conjunction. No, it was the roadside assistance people, the people who help you travel, you son of a... Oh, that's funny. And literally, we were probably a generation younger than everybody else there. And it was all cruise ship stuff, which I don't do cruise ships. So it was kind of a bust for me. But uh, we did find out some good uh, tour packages for uh, New Zealand and Australia, which I'm down for. Yeah. I'd love to do a trip to New Zealand. That's like New Zealand and Ireland are the two uh, like the two out of country places that I want to go and explore. I do New Zealand, but Australia feels like everything there wants to murder you some way. I'm sure. Well, New Zealand's not that far off. I'm probably yeah, sure it, it'll do that too. It's just not as scary. It's just not as scary. <laughs> no. <laughs> They've got, plus, they got hobbits there. So I guess that kind of makes a makes kind of fun sort of aspect. Do you have any travel inspirations or aspirations, I guess I should say? Yeah, pretty much any any region that looks like the first level of Sonic the Hedgehog, I would like to go Just there. that lush green or yeah, the big rolling bit. hills yeah, and bit. waterfalls it's and basically nice. where we live right now. Robot crabs and everywhere. some loop de loops, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watch out for the robot crabs on yeah. that one. <laughs> any place where I can roll hard enough and like plow through the ground. There you go. That's yeah. That's oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith, before we get you go out and out of here, anything else you want to talk about with die cut stickers? Because like a hundred percent, we love your product. Like it yep. has been yeah. hands down one of our favorite things. And it's the one thing with, with us, it pops like everyone really gravitates towards that. And it was our own art. We got this art done through our, I mean, we're doing yeah. everything local. So it was through Shroom Brothers. Carrie made the amazing art, got a little peeved at uh, Jeff's coloring, but we were fine with that because we wanted those colors and you made it perfect. Like we're more than happy with these. These things have been in bars uh, in what, Tokyo? Yeah, yeah just recently. Yeah. 
yeah. one in Tokyo. We've had Australia. We had a guy from you know, from Australia. Egypt. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a buddy in oh, Egypt. Caesar, so like these, right. yeah. Caesar goes everywhere and uh, sets everything up. So yeah, these are now international stickers. People know about this internet. Plus all of our Russian download. Oh, yeah. That might be VPNs. Yeah. But... So we're getting fined in multiple multiple countries. <laughs> some people are very angry at these stickers. <laughs> We've had a couple bar. We've had some bar owners uh, give well, us. That was Brogan's own damn fault. I totally agree. He's all tell your listeners not to put them here. It wasn't our it listeners. Was it was the podcaster <laughs> himself undoing it. Now, just on the record, we don't condone that type yeah, of, you we, know. Yeah, we don't either. Illegal then, behavior. Yeah. No, just uh, stick to putting it on your own car with the menagerie of other stickers. 100%. It's, it's or ask permission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's great to, hear, great to hear that they're crossing borders and... We've uh, we're a local company, so we've field tested our stickers here in you know Stevens Pass, Snoqualmie, nice. Mount Baker, uh, the coast, uh, and we're we're down in Tukwila actually. So if anybody wants yeah. to stop by and visit us, you know, swing on down and come see us. But uh, oh, can we just stop in? Yeah, if you want. What? If you're in, if you by. happen to be in Tukwila South Center area, I actually work around that area. I've driven by a couple times. Oh, I excellent. So yeah, dude, I think I we make, stop make in. a road trip. Yeah, do a, do a GCP road trip there one time. I know. Yeah, make that happen. I'd love to see the inner workings. Just to come out, hang out, and see. Really, I mean, you you guys have been so good to us. Yeah. For the years that we've been podcasting, that like, thanks for coming out to the show. Hopefully, you're going to go buy some comic books. I don't know. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, but... Uh, yeah, actually, I have, uh, have my eye out for some uh, Dark Horse Aliens and Predator comics. Oh, oh my God. Okay. We have to... Seriously, you have to come and hang out with Brogan. Yeah. Are you a Predator fan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you yeah, a Predator? Can you, like, finish <laughs> that sentence? Fan. I yeah, said you, fan. You, you slow rolled that last fan, man. You got you to gotta be careful with that. I just found... No one clipped um, that. <laughs> oh, dude, they do enough of that. <laughs> Are you a Predator? Are you a predator? Um, anyway, fan? I just found uh, the 2015... Uh, what was it called? Predator... Um, uh, it was a fan-made film. It was only Oh, like Predator half, Dark Ages. Dark Ages. Have you oh, seen yeah. that on YouTube? I just found it. It is phenomenal yeah i loved it i just told everybody about it i've been yeah. telling everybody yeah <laughs> well if you brogan, like predator watches brogan is our hands down uh predator fan he did wear the mask for halloween That's at his awesome. bottle shop which was kind of goofy because it was one of the latex masks so, oh yeah like you kind of have to like tilt your head back to look out through the eye holes so he kind of <laughs> just the predator looked like he was just looking at the ceiling the whole time but i mean it was still a pretty cool sort of little aspect yeah that it. rules anyone who puts on a predator full suit is pretty brave in my oh, book because that's a uh, yeah. complicated yeah. undertaking well and i mean like even looking like we got the halo guys here with uh right next to us with their cosplay and just seeing like all the work that goes into that i i don't i don't have the patience or the the skill Dude, it would to be want fun one that. time to put on all that big ass armor and just walk through, once. wander through one time yeah it, it just once yeah it would be fun to do it in a predator costume and just run around but the thing is is i'd just be i'd be so like this is going to be terrible tired tired yes but i would just want to scare kids yeah and that's yeah. i mean that's the whole point of it like and that's not very nice of me but also at the same point like you are you are the predator though right right it's your, no. you're not a good guy no i know <laughs> i remember that was the movie i remember seeing in the theaters at seven years old stepdad my, 
Fuck yes, yeah. Yes, this is a traumatic stepdad story. And it was one of those where he was like, you want to go see it? He's like, he's like, you wouldn't go watch this movie. I was like, yeah, I would go watch this. He's like, all right, we're going to go watch it. So we went and go and go see I'm Predator. I'm not scared. I'm not frightened. I'm seven <laughs> I years old. He, I can handle he this. He tricks you into it, too. He's all, if we went and watch this, you wouldn't tell your mom, would you? <laughs> Probably, I think I probably told her anyway. She didn't give a shit. Uh, but it was crying. it was one of those where it was just like, yeah. And then you watch dude get his chest blown out, and amongst other things, like the first one of the first scenes are like people being skinned alive, hanging up from trees. And I'm like, yeah, this is completely totally normal. Dude, All right, what a good movie though. Right? Yeah, what a good stepdad. But yeah, so anyways, we'll finish it up on that. Diecutstickers.com <laughs> is. The place to get your stickers. And you can do all sorts of colors. Like You can do essentially what you want to, there, right? There's no price difference between one color and four color. It's digital printing. So That's so uh, good. And our, our most popular kind of core products, you can go to our website and just order online. So if you have your artwork ready and you know what size and shape you want, uh, just order, upload your art file, and then we'll send you a proof and... It's that, that is, easy. That is so good. And I mean, if people have any questions or anything, easy to contact you guys. Yeah, exactly. Talk we got a there. huge team ready to help out and uh, and help you get what you want. Even if you don't see it on our website, there's a good chance we can still probably find a way to make it. So even if you have something that might be a little goofy, a little off, you never know. I mean, some of the pictures and some of the ones that you've got right here. I mean, we've got these stickers that are like shiny. Yeah, holographic. Like, yeah, the holographic ones. I think those are super cool. And so you can do them in all sorts of shapes. Ours are in circular form, but like all of these different ones are just in all sorts of different shapes. Well, yeah. We have the sheets too with the Oh yeah. yeah. And we have yeah, all sticker of our sheets. sheets. Yeah. We did that with all of our yes. uh, emojis from uh, our Discord. So we've got the dad ribs. A lot of these are like me like saying something wrong. Like dad ribs was supposed to be dab hits. <laughs> But I couldn't say it, so it was just dad ribs. And then, like, the, the fuck you, Clyde, is just because I was yelling at a bot named Clyde in our Discord channel, and no one else could see it. It's just me yelling, fuck you, Clyde, randomly. That's my favorite one, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So on my phone right now. You can make everything happen. Like, we have so many different artists that, like, help us out. Like, these are all made by Jeff, and it's just fantastic. Like, he can put these together, and then you just take the vision of what we have and put it on something that we can share with everyone else. Yeah. Cause everyone loves stickers like from like, you know, babies to full on adults. We're for the kids. We are. Yeah. Like Wu Tang grit city podcast is for the kids and giving stickers to kids and then telling them not to listen to our podcast. Cause they we, probably shouldn't. That's uh, happened today. Yes. Yep, we, yep. We, we had an, an adult and come and he goes, I listen to you guys all the time. And when you guys say curse words, I tell them, we well, don't say those words. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for supporting us, man. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to do it. Uh, we love supporting what local businesses, local causes, uh, pretty much anything local. Like we're here for the community and for Washington State. So uh, anybody who has something they'd like, you know, maybe some support or a sponsorship, we're Reach out. We're happy to uh, get involved. Yeah, start the discussions at the very least. The worst that you can say is no, but you can't even do that until you ask. So exactly. Well, make- creators are some of our most like passionate customers. They're the ones who they need these items the most for you know promo and and kind of guerrilla marketing, and uh, they're the most excited when you know it uh, it makes a difference in yeah. what they're doing. And it's it's I always love seeing. The stickers in the wild, like I it, every once in a while, you hit a bar bathroom and you look up, you're like, oh hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Scott's been here. <laughs> but yeah, again, everyone check it out, diecutstickers.com. Thanks so much for being on with us, man. Thank you guys. Well, wasn't that lady interesting? 
<laughs> little, little interesting there. No, she's That's great. Tacoma, yeah. right? That's Tacoma Dude, in the bar, yeah. man. It's like, welcome to Tacoma. This is a a, a Tacoma comic show right here, all wrapped up. <laughs> like, she goes to every convention, though. She's yeah. everywhere all the time. But, but like, yeah, and like, but like we say in Tacoma, people will talk to you whether you want them to or not. <laughs> yeah, and that, oh, like Jeff is so right on that. That completely embodies what we're about and what Tacoma's yep. about and what this comic show was about. Like again, I just. Shout out to all the patrons who showed up. Autumn, Keisha, C-Note, Tacoma Joe. Again, go check out Galactic Druid Treats. If you didn't make the comic show this year, you have to go next year. That's an order. If you're listening to this podcast, you have to go to that show and uh, really see, really experience this. And yeah, we got to make our posse bigger this time. Yeah. We, we had a pretty big one, but we need more uh, people representing Grit City you think podcast. So? Dude, I, we bought a hundred passes. <laughs> you didn't buy, we bought a hundred passes? No, no, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck, I said that wrong. You're going to have to hundred dollars worth of passes. Yeah, we bought there 10 passes to that yeah. fucker, right? <laughs> 10 yeah. or a hundred. It's a lot. We yeah. had so many on our table. People were coming up asking if this is where we buy passes. <laughs> Dude, the look they gave me when he goes ten, and I'm all, yeah, ten. I'm all, we rolled deep. Yeah, Scott goes, yeah, like, we rolled deep. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I think we were the first people, or maybe the second people, to buy passes. That's so funny. Also, one last shout out because I know he listens all the time. Tacoma Rob also is a patron, and I also did see him there. Oh yeah! I oh cool! Totally forgot about him, and he's awesome. He's amazing. He's you know, I I may have gone on trips with Rusty with him, um, yes. but we don't talk about those types of trips. <laughs> but yes, absolutely, hundred percent Tacoma Rob. I didn't forget about you. Shout outs. I almost forgot about Autumn too. So uh, I apologize for all that. But Rob, also hit me up because I know you listen. You deserve a T-shirt if you haven't gotten one. But yeah. I- uh, oh, heck yeah. But also, I know that your name is Purple on our Discord, so I do know that uh, you are a patron and you've done all that stuff. But uh, we'll get you hooked up because I know you didn't get a mug, and we're going to get you a mug. And also, next week, we're going to have another podcast episode where we get into, I mean, we got, we'll have Ken Carlson on and we'll have Rusty on, and we're going to talk wrestling as well, Tacoma Wrestling. So, and I mean, oh, that sounded really bad, didn't it? It's that don't, don't, don't look that up. You ever got Tacoma wrestled, Betty? Don't look that up. Don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. That might be a thing. And if not, I'm sure Brogan will make it a thing. (laughs) Oh, wow. But thank you guys for listening. If you guys do want to check us out and see a lot of our stuff, uh, especially the pictures, Jeff took a shit ton of pictures. We've shared it all around, but if you go to our social medias, you'll be able to find them. Just search for Grit, just search for Grit City Podcast, and you can find all of our stuff, all the things, and all the cool stuff that we've experienced. And this was, by and large, one of my most favorite. This is probably my favorite event this year, uh, and that's including putt stuff. And I thought putt stuff was phenomenal. Yeah. Every time I do an event, that's what I was telling Jeff. Every time we do one, it blows me away by how how much fun they are, right? 
and I'm almost like a little depressed for the next Aww. couple of days afterwards. I'm all, I'm all sad. I'm all, oh, it was so much fun. And now I don't have anything to look forward to. <laughs> uh, you got that con drop happening there, man. That's what yeah, that I think is. It, I think that's real, man. Because even I was like, Thanksgiving. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never boo about Thanksgiving, man. That's food. You know what I'm going to be bringing this time? Galactic what? Druid Treats. Oh, shit. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? I, dude, they're going to be at everything, I think, yeah. from now on. Yeah. Because, like I said, Becca bought a bunch. They're Rusty so bought a bunch. Yeah. I, I would have bought more, but like I said, I'm diabetic, and I don't need that. Right. But I'm going to I'm gonna expose a lot of people to this candy, this freeze-dried candy, because mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Me... M- I, I don't I that's all I can say about it. That's all I can right. say. You guys gotta ch- go check it out. Um, I mean, you'll hear about it more, don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you'll be hearing about it more, so don't worry. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So we got this one in the books. More interviews next week. And until next time, guys. Big ready. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. <laughs>